This podcast is looking for good deals on great food, but sometimes we need to grab a bite late at night. What are some of your favorite late night happy hours in the KC Metro? Text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. For some, the holiday season is a time filled with joy and gathering, but for others, it's a different experience altogether. The holidays can be an incredibly isolating and lonely time of year, especially as the U.S. is navigating a loneliness epidemic. For the first time earlier this year, the U.S. Surgeon General released an advisory highlighting concerns about the number of Americans experiencing loneliness. The advisory lays out a national strategy to advance social connection and details recommendations that individuals can take to increase connection in their lives to improve their health. With me today is University Health Psychologist Dr. Abby Gripka to discuss the Surgeon General's advisory and how we can navigate the holidays if we're feeling particularly alone this year. Dr. Gripka, welcome to Up to Date. So good to have you here. Thank you. Great to be here. So first of all, can you explain to our listeners why loneliness is such a problem in this country? Yeah, loneliness has become a a greater problem each year. Uh, People are reporting increases in social disconnection and loneliness, that perceived experience of being alone. Are you seeing it in your own practice too? Absolutely. Um, COVID has done a number on our being able to feel connected in our community. And uh, people are reporting and experiencing greater social disconnection more and more each year. For people who don't know, what exactly is a loneliness epidemic, doctor? Is this something new? I would, I don't believe it's anything new. It is just more prevalent and becoming a bigger problem each year. So we have this experience of of being alone, which is, you know, the physical experience of being alone. And then there's loneliness, which is more of the perception. Uh, even if I am completely surrounded by people, I may still feel completely alone. Hmm. So it's, it's very much this perception that we have. Interesting. The Surgeon General's report also highlighted that loneliness affects our mental health not only that, but our physical health as well. Why is that? Loneliness can and social disconnection can have a really huge impact on our physical health. So it can impact our cardiovascular and wow. our brain functioning, our brain health. Um, there's also research talking about how social disconnection and, and feeling isolated from others, uh, we can take greater health risk behaviors. So not taking care of our body, not taking the medication, not engaging in preventative health care, all of those kinds of things would make our health worse over time. There's also a lot of research showing that there is a connection between loneliness or social disconnection and inflammatory processes in wow. our body. Um, all that suggests that if you're feeling lonely, it's important to do something about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I read that feeling lonely can be as bad as smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. That, that is That's what the amazing. research absolutely shows. There are stats that people who are feeling lonely are at risk also for early death. Mm-hmm. It goes that far. 
It, it does go that far. And, and there's a lot of reasons for that. It's not just, you know, that people are taking riskier choices um, and engaging maybe in more smoking or drinking alcohol or other risky behaviors. But there's also, like I said earlier, a uh, greater connection between um, not taking medications if you have a chronic health condition, um, not going to the doctor, um, and, and also this inflammatory process that happens that can be related to Alzheimer's, dementias, wow. other health conditions. I mean, humans, doctor, are social creatures. That's what we always read. So I gather that's how we're wired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Going way back into our, our ancient ancestors, we were very communal in how we um, were supposed to be. Yeah. And now we are becoming quite a bit more isolated, quite a bit more disconnected. And that's that's causing a lot of physical and health problems. I thought this was interesting. If people are feeling lonely, they're not alone. A new Meta Gallup survey found that one in four people worldwide feel very or fairly lonely. So what can people do if they're feeling alone? What are some strategies that you might begin to think about, Dr.? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, a lot of times, part of the problem is the perception that we have that other people don't want to talk to us or other people don't care to hear from us. And so really challenging that perception that we can have that people are too busy for me, people don't want me. Um, and and oftentimes that is not actually the case. There is a sense out there, at least my experience in social settings, you know, people tend to be better at talking than they are listening. Mm -hmm. And that can give people that sensation that you just described, this notion that people don't really want to hear from me. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think when people feel like they might be a burden to other people, they, they don't want to reach out. And that is part of what keeps us so isolated and so yeah. stuck and therefore lonely. What else would you point to in terms of strategies to deal with something like this? A lot of times, part of the problem is, especially after the COVID pandemic, we have uh, really stayed isolated. We've stayed alone. We've stayed inside of our home. That's a lot of what I'm seeing in my practice. And so getting out of that, getting out of your house, getting out of your home, being around other people, even if that might initially make you feel more isolated because you're not connected to them, um, that does give you more of an opportunity to have an opportunity to engage. Mm -hmm. So if you stay home, 0% chance of being able to really engage with others. If you do get out, you might have a kind conversation with someone. Someone might hold the door open for you. And that tiny little interaction can help you feel a little bit more connected to so people. So it could be as simple as just getting out and going to the grocery store. Maybe you don't yeah. even need anything, but you're going to be around other people. It's holiday time. And maybe that gives you a little lift. Yeah. A couple of other things, too, is we can be so judgy of ourselves about why am I so isolated? What's wrong with me? Why why is this so hard for me to meet people or to get through this? And so going back to what we were talking about earlier, most people do not experience constant togetherness, do not experience constant connection. Uh, there was a study that said only 39% of people in the U.S. actually feel very connected to others. So that leaves a lot of people out. Wow. Over 50% of U.S. Americans uh, report experiencing loneliness pretty chronically. So you are not alone. Uh, this is not just a you problem. This is a problem in our society. And, and so we don't need to add that extra layer of judgment on ourselves. We'll be right back. Hi. 
Hollywood writers are obsessed with the concept of an asteroid heading towards Earth and destroying civilization. But is this something we really should be worried about? I'm Kate the Chemist, and on my podcast, Seeking a Scientist, we meet the mastermind behind a real-life mission to divert the path of an asteroid. Subscribe to Seeking a Scientist, made possible by the Starris Institute. It's also interesting to me, just based on so many conversations I've had around this table for going back so long, you know, people at almost in almost every age group report that it's hard to meet people. I mean, you hear it from 20-somethings, you hear it from 70-somethings, and everybody in between. Meeting people is kind of challenging for lots of people. It really is. And with the digital age, you know, where everything seems to be pretty virtual these days or increasingly virtual, it does make it even harder to get to know people. Where do I meet people? Where do I make a friend? How do I make a friend? So with with more uh, social disengagement in recent years um, or probably decades, we've lost some of those skills. Uh, it has always been hard, and I, I do see it is getting harder for folks. You just mentioned two words that I wanted to get to, this virtual age that we live in. I can't help but wonder how big of a factor social media plays in all of this loneliness epidemic that we're talking about here. It is pretty big. Um, You know, if you think about you're scrolling in your social media and you see all these people out there having so much fun and they're doing things with friends or family and they're doing so much better than I am. Here I am home alone. Uh, That can lead to this this self-judgment. It can also lead to this perception that everybody is doing better than I am. And that is, in fact, not accurate. There's been so much research done to show that um, people only post certain things. People only post the highlights. People do not post their lowlights in general. Um, And so that, that certainly leads to this experience of this perception that I am alone. I'm the only one that's doing this. I'm the only one struggling. And I really want to break that myth. Do you have any sense that people uh, are turning away from social media just because of what you said, doctor? Or is it just as appealing and attractive as it's always been? In many ways, I think social media is easier. It, it feels like an easier way to connect, and yet people are not experiencing that same level of connection. People are still super disconnected. And so while it may be easier because it's literally at our fingertips, um, I can talk to anybody across the world, people are not experiencing that same level of connection as they would be if it was in person, if they had in real life relationships. Would you recommend if, if people are struggling this time of year, would you be as blunt as to say they should turn away from social media? I think social media vacations can be a really helpful thing, uh, particularly around the holidays if you are really struggling. Um, It's not going to be helpful to have that smack dab in your face constantly if you are feeling like you're the only one struggling. If you're, you know, not particularly involved with people around the holidays, seeing what people are posting on social media is only going to make that experience harder for you. So it's it's important to note that if somebody is feeling isolated or alone, help is available. What are some resources that people can access out there, doctor? So we do have a fantastic 24-hour, 24-7 crisis hotline, um, and it has recently become super accessible. Um, Now it is just a number calling 988. So that is, it is technically a crisis hotline, but it it can also provide you resources. It can help you get connected to various resources in your area. Um, And so it is location-specific. 
So that is a great option. Um, also, working at University Health Behavioral Health, we have resources for our community. Um, you can get hooked up with any services locally. Um, you can come to our location at uh, our behavioral health location is at uh, 300 West 19th Terrace in mm -hmm. Kansas City, Missouri, or you can call us at 816-404-5709. That would be a great resource for trying to get help if you are really struggling this holiday season or throughout the year. Would you call 988 even if you're not feeling suicidal, but you're just desperately out of sorts? Yes. It's yes. a place to go. It is a place to go. They can help you get connected to other resources that are local that would be able to help. Also of note, it's not just a phone number. There is also a text line. All of that stuff is available now. Okay. That's Dr. Abby Gripka. She's a psychologist at University Health. Dr. Gripka, thanks for the great advice and uh, uh, happy holidays to you and yours. Okay? Thank you. You too. Thanks so much. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Our intern is Elizabeth Erb. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously, but you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit radioactive on June 14th. NPR's all things considered host Ari Shapiro is the featured guest at this party and it's going to be bumping. You got to be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive.